Welcome to Hip Hop Culture, where DJing, MCing, graffiti art are expressed every day within the inner cities of America and the world. You are not doing hip hop, you are hip hop. Okay, guys, thank you uh, for tuning in to another episode from a DJ's perspective. Uh, today, as of every day that I'm on, I get the opportunity to sit down and converse with uh, someone that I've had the opportunity to know on a personal note, uh, someone that I've had the opportunity to, to work with, and someone that I've also respect in the business and and is actually one of the hardest working guys that i see on a regular basis and that's none other than dj smooth b how you doing today bro what's going on mike you doing all right man oh i'm doing great i'm doing great you know i just want to first and foremost thank you for uh coming on with me today uh and chopping it up about something that we love to do Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, today, you know, we're just going to kind of go over some things and, and allow people to, you know, take a walk with Smooth B, you know, to see, you know, how you uh, see things and how you feel about certain things in the industry and how you go about doing what you do. All right, let's go. All right, so, so one of the things that I like to ask first and foremost is how did you come up with your name? Where did Smooth B originate from? Actually, man, that came from a third grader uh, back in 2007 um, when um, I was doing a lot of elementary schools and I came to the elementary school in a suit instead of just jeans and a shirt uh, because it was a school dance and they were like, man, you're smooth, you're smooth, you should be DJ Smooth. And I say, like, oh, Man, because when I first started, I was DJ Scooby, um, and uh, just just because that's my family, one of my family nicknames was Scooby. And when he said that, I, it caught my attention. It was like, oh, you know what? I can just add a B to it because my name is Broderick, and I just took that smooth from that kid. And I was like, okay, you know, that's how I got my name is DJ Smooth B. <laughs> wow, wow, that. Man, that's crazy because I wouldn't have never thought that in a thousand years that that's how your name came about. Yes, sir. <laughs> I thought that may have been the opposite of what you said, Scooby. I thought that smooth might have been something that you grew up with. Wow. No, not at all. It was always DJ Scooby because everybody knew me by Scooby that knew me from in Fort Worth. So where did Scooby come from? <laughs> oh, man. So... <laughs> Everybody think that uh, back from elementary school to up to middle school, they thought I was like Scooby-Doo. That was my favorite cartoon. And I used to act like Scooby. I would always get stuff started and then I'm out of there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's been a long family trade name uh, from people that went to school with me and things of that nature. Yeah. So how long have you been in the DJ business? Well, so the DJ business, I actually started in 2006. Um, for uh, becoming a full-time DJ, I made that transition in 2000 and 
eight or nine, if I'm not mistaken, um, when I actually used to work for Fort Worth ISD and I kind of got out of that field and became uh, winning business 2009 for myself. Um, but if we take it all the way back to 1998, I was also not so much DJing, but I was doing sounds in uh, my mom's church. And then I transitioned and went to another church, a larger church, and started doing sounds and camera production over at that church where I'm currently at now. And then from, like I said, 98 up until um, I started doing house parties uh, in 2005 and, you know, backyard parties and club parties and stuff like that. Uh, but then, like I said, 2008, 2009, I became a full-time DJ where I kind of got out the club scene and just started doing private events and weddings and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. So what drew you to it? I love music. I love seeing people having a great time. I'm not the typical dancer. Like, I really don't know how to dance. I mean, I know how to do a few old school dances, but some of this new stuff, I really don't get into it. But I like to create a, a love for the passion of dance. So that's what got me into it is I like to see people dance and have a great time, no matter what creed or color you are. I like to see people come together, having a great time and always getting on that dance floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good take, you know, because for me, uh, other than my love for music, I love to see people react to what I do in regards to DJing. And it's just, it's it's a high that I get when I just see people enjoying themselves, you know, from what I'm doing. Uh, so, yeah, I love that aspect of it. That's, that's one of the biggest joys for me. Yeah, just seeing their responses is is gold. Yep, just just seeing them, just seeing them getting out there and and having a great time and smiling and appreciating appreciating your service uh, from having a great night. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, in your opinion, what what is it about DJing that continues, you know, to push you to want to do it more and more? just the passion uh, from people that's wanting a professional quality DJ, someone that's going to go out and, you know, make that event happen, not just sit back and push a button and just, you know, uh, play music or anything like that. Not to downfall any other DJ, but just to, for me, it's to, to, to know that these clients are calling and trusting me to come out and to perform what they paid for and to get them to dance and to enjoy themselves. And then once it's over, you know, have the whole crowd talking about DJ Smoothie, DJ Smoothie. This is all I remember. I didn't remember the food. I didn't remember the cake. I remember dancing all night. And that's what throbs me when people call me back and say, Hey, we want to hire you because you did XYZ's wedding and we had such a great time. So we have to hire you. So, so follow up to that, uh, you said something about, you know, a professional. Uh, what is your definition of a professional DJ? When you say a professional DJ, what does that mean? Well, so that means in my eyes, and this is just my opinion, that just means a professional person that has either a Facebook or a website, has a contact information has some kind of and does some kind of follow-up with the clients meet the clients maybe go and do a site survey uh come prepared with backup 
equipment for the client's event. I mean, just just do everything you possibly can for that client can entrust you and not later say, hey, I hired this such, such a person and they backed out or they didn't show up or things of that nature. So I'm just saying, to me, a professional DJ has tools for the clients to build a constant relationship with their client for, for their trust, put all their trust in you for them to continuously hire you and trust that they don't have to be worried if DJ Smoothie or whatever other professional DJ will show up to their event on time and be there before the guests get there, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So, so have, have you seen any situations that where clients or have you ever been in a situation where a client contacts you and they are victims of those very things that you're talking about all the time um i just recently had one on monday they called me and said hey our dj backed out uh how much you charge the dj well me being in business and been in business for a while i never bashed the other dj because i don't know the reason why that dj backed out you know completely i only hear what the client is saying so my job is instead of bashing the dj and try to go back and forth to why when and where i try to i try to let them know that hey this is what we do this is how much we we charge and if you want to move forward here's our contract and we can move forward from there uh because there's been situations that i've known a couple of djs that personally that i know and the client would tell us that that dj backed out but when i reached out to that dj it wasn't because they backed out it's because the client didn't pay their deposit or they didn't fill out any information for the dj or something happened because i just truly believe that i would say 85 to 90 percent djs if you got a deposit you don't just back out I mean, you know, especially if you're into the marketing, you're on social media and you you have a website, you just don't back out just because, you know, you back out. It's always two sides to every story. Yeah. And I agree with you on that. And I just want to touch on something that you 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 made me think about mm -hmm. uh, in regards to the bagging out. Now, I think when you're dealing with someone that may a not have all of the I would say recommended things that you should have to say that you are a business, right? Website, you know, social platforms, mm -hmm. you know, your 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 Google accounts, uh, and all of these different other listings that you can have as a business owner. Uh, and when you don't have a contract, uh, or you're one of those people, oh yeah, just send me a deposit to uh, cash, <laughs> cash deposit. Uh, when you're dealing with people like that, you're always putting yourself in a situation to where it may not be what you think it is, because there is nothing legally that that's attached that has them attached. Correct. You, know, you can say that you're sending, you know, you may be able to dispute the money with your bank or so forth. Correct. You don't have a binding contract, something that binds both of you together. Correct. Uh, and I've been in situations like you say, when people have contacted me and they fall right into that, that bucket where did you guys have a contract? No, uh, it was somebody that, you know, somebody recommended me a friend and right. 
it's always one of those little sidebar stories. Always. Yeah. And so that's why I was saying the back door that that's what I was saying. I don't believe that if it's, you know, someone like in our groups or different DJs that we really know, I just don't believe these guys would just take people's deposit and back out truly. Um, you know, um, it, it's always a backdoor story, like a family friend or a DJ you never heard of, or, you know, one of these fly by nights or something like that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And I know we were kind of touching on this, but I think it's real important. Mm -hmm. uh, good information. Have you been in a situation where uh, the DJ supposedly backed out and it's a DJ that you know, and you reached out to that DJ, but you still took the event. And did you go through the same issues that that DJ went through? Uh, yes, um, a couple of times. Um, and I can't remember when, but yes, it, that has happened a couple of times. And I reached out to the DJ and but uh, then we had to go back and forth on, you know, uh, uh, situations in regards to how much they paid, blah, 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 and all that good stuff. But they were taken care of. But in, in, in the in the overall, I got the bad hit, you know, because initially they hired me. I referred them to someone else. That person backed out. And then I had to go back and try to find someone else. And ultimately, it never goes off to the DJ that showed up. It always goes to the person who they originally hired. And so now I have um, uh, put in place tools that should stop all that nonsense <laughs> but me learning and going through you know because everybody goes through something uh i had to go through that myself and it made me look bad but i took the hit and kept moving forward okay okay well hey that's all we can do man is <laughs> i'm willing to learn from i'm not i'm not gonna necessarily just say mistakes but opportunities to be better then you know we just continue to fall deeper and deeper correct into that hole um or that hole uh, or abyss or whatever you want to call it right hmm. interesting so what is your biggest inspiration my biggest inspiration man just to be honest with you are inter uh interracial weddings um just to see two different families come together as one um that really turns you know it really gets me hot it really motivates me to do better and motivates me to to just keep pushing and thriving uh just because of the world that we're in in today's world so to be correct you said interracial relation uh weddings right correct okay okay yeah yeah and i can i i can definitely see that you know with what we're dealing with with you know in regards to race and so forth right yeah so is that your only inspiration oh no that's not my only inspiration man i can go for weeks on my only inspiration <laughs> but i mean you know my my family is my you know i love my family um of course i just lost my mom so they really told me down but she was such a, a go-to person of any problems that i had or any situations that i got myself into she was one of the persons that sit back without judgment and listen so you know being with that being said i really really love my family and that that inspires me and and, and my church and things of that nature it just keeps me on a straight path yeah yeah and uh my condolences again to you know to yeah. your family in regards to your mom and oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, uh, I can't even say that I understand because I haven't went through that. But right, my condolences, and I wish you guys the best. You know, yeah. move forward. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, can you name someone in the business that you admire and why? Uh, yeah. Uh, so one of my buddy friends, man, that I highly admire is uh, Brendan Stewart. Uh, me and Brendan Stewart stayed in the same neighborhood uh, for s- uh, six years. Uh, and this guy really taught me a lot. He uh, told me a lot. He showed me a lot. He sold me a lot. <laughs> um, and he he's such a passionate person. Um, and again, he would listen. He will tell you when you're right. He will tell you when you're wrong. Um, and you know, I just really, really uh, care for uh, um, uh, Brandon. And then also, you know, if I was to follow that back up with Brandon, I would also have to say you, Mike. You, as a friend, I've been knowing you for a while. Uh, you knew some situations that I was in. You knew some. Me and you almost had a fallout, and this is just me coming from the heart. But I, we were able to 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 reconnect even after our or I'm not gonna say our, our uh, you know my mistakes. And you inspired me a whole bunch just from your knowledge, from you you know being uh, in the business a little bit longer, uh, from your music knowledge from your helping me in situations where you know uh, i needed music and i had to get a hard drive from me and all kinds of different stuff so there's two people that i would say that really really helped my business out and motivated me will be brandon stewart and yourself oh, i appreciate that i appreciate that and yeah that means a lot and and i'm always grateful you know for it and and i'm i'm grateful for being able to be someone that can help someone you know no matter how it is because one thing that i think that we forget is we are people first before we're anything right and when we get to a point to where we can't even be people then we're in a bad situation that's it or we get to a point to where we can't allow ourselves to get past uh, misunderstandings, disagreements, right, or anything remotely close to that. Right. We're we're in a bad shape. That's it. And and it's and it's just kind of crazy that we live in a world that people want grace and forgiveness, but they don't want to give it. That's it. Yeah. So. But yeah, I appreciate you for that, and I'm and I'm grateful, and and I'm grateful for everything that we've had the opportunity to go through, because you know we've we've had conversations about certain things, we've did some things together, we've talked about some things, and I'm grateful for all of those. Oh yeah, 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 that's good stuff. So, uh, what is something you've done or let me let me better state that what is something in the business from a dj that you don't know how to do and what's stopping you from learning who man well so to be honest with you uh, god there's so much 
<laughs> um, I'm not a real good. Uh, I would say uh, scratching. I do scratch. However, I've been scratching for a while. Uh, but me truly, I don't come into situations where I need to. So I don't get to do a lot of the scratching when I did back in the early 2000s, back when I was in the club, where most of that was required or the crowd loves that. And I kind of fell out because it was a whole different console from what I got now. So I really haven't took the time uh, to sit down and just start that back again, which I love to do. And, and, and the only thing that's stopping that is me. It's just because I haven't been in the situation uh, where I needed to, if you would say, because mostly my events are, uh, you know, corporate events or weddings where it's not really necess necessary to do that. So I just haven't spent time uh, getting that back into uh, on my plate, which I would love to and I need to because I like doing it. Okay. Okay. And, and I totally understand what you said as far as being in situations where it's really not a requirement or it's something that may not go well with what you're doing you know especially if you're just doing a whole you know you know if you're not just bringing something in and scratching something in right i totally understand you know when you're doing weddings and corporate events because like yourself you know i've been through that and it's and sometimes it's not necessarily and sometimes it's not even something that helps it may hurt the situation correct yeah so no i totally understand mm -hmm. hey you know like with everything man you know we find time and make time for those things that we really want to do in life that's so it if it's something that you want to do you know you just have to find time to make it that's it yeah so what separates you from other DJs, in your opinion? And this is not a, a question where it's being asked in a competitive way. It's more so, what's your niche? What do you think when someone calls you that they will get different than what they may get from someone else? Well, what I think that makes me a little different than any other DJ and, and people continues to call us is that we have passion for the people and we go above and beyond um, for the clients because it's all about the clients. The clients is who pay the, my bills and, and keep me going uh, from, you know, day to day or from whatever. Uh, so with that being said, I just believe that myself go way above and beyond for clients, meaning that um, I do free site surveys. Uh, I do free, of course, hopefully everybody's doing this, but I don't know. Uh, we get free quotes and I shouldn't say free. We just give them a quote, but I've talked to different clients and they say, hey, they, they don't get free quotes. They want you to pay for their ideas, but I don't understand that. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know, we do the site surveys. We go out and we meet the clients on two or three different occasions. Uh, sometimes they come to us. Sometimes we go as far as wherever they at. And we just, you know, instead of just getting that call and then that call becomes a contract. And then we only, once we put it on contract and their wedding is December the 31st, the next time we see them is December the 31st. I've, I've with me, I've, I've saw these people two or three times. I may take them out to lunch, dinner, or Starbucks for coffee, uh, you know, to kind of, 
get more feel for who they are and that way when it becomes december the 31st hey i know keisha and brandon i know their life story i know if they got five or six kids i already know all this so i'm mentioning all this at their event uh instead of being that person that just you know take their money take the contract and wait on their event that's really good i i i, I like that and and, and it's just it's a refreshing thing to hear when you you see all of the differences that we provide mm -hmm. people as DJs, you know, and and this is the first that I can say that I've heard, and I'm not saying that no one else does this, but when you said you know you you take them out you know possibly to eat or you take them out to a Starbucks or something of that nature. You know, I would say that that is going above and beyond uh, because you're trying to establish a relationship, a feel for them as not just clients, but as people. Correct. So you can have a better feel for for what to say and what not to say when you get on that microphone. That's it. Because that sets the tone sometimes for, you know, how the event will go. That's it yeah yeah i like that i like that and so, i don't think it is just just to 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 make it more reasonable we don't go to salt grass or anything like that i mean i'm just saying you know we're gonna go somewhere that's reasonable <laughs> hope it ain't mcdonald's oh no 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 it's a little bit better than mcdonald's but it's not as fancy as uh salt grass and there, there are other places that's topper than salt grass but no it's you know uh just somewhere in between you know <laughs> I, I get that you do have there are so there are some places that you won't go exactly <laughs> all right I, hey i understand that hey we, we have to we right. have to work within reasons that's it uh you know we have to work within reasons that's it but you said something and i really don't want to touch on this but i found it to be very interesting okay you said that some people or you've heard that some people are actually charging for quotes yeah so and that's why i say i really don't know who's doing it what's what's going I, on some people put in the that we give free quotes which i don't understand i thought quotes were always free but yeah i mean um and that's just from me going to a couple of seminars and things of that nature and going to some of these networking meetings. And I do encourage, and this is just a side note, if some of the DJs in this group or wherever, uh, if you are not a part of any of the networking groups, you know, not just DJ Crosstalk or anything like that, but I'm talking about like um, wedding network groups, corporate network groups, you know, get some of those groups charged to be or in charge to come to their networking event but you wouldn't imagine just to put your face in the place for people to know that whatever services that you're doing people can get to realize uh, get to recognize and see who you are and start giving you some events because let me tell you a lot of people don't understand and this is i'm off topic but this is i get a lot of referrals from networking events that people they just see me they know me and they see that i'm constantly networking and they trust me because i'm there and i'm always in their face and these these people these are not clients or they clients but they're not actual clients clients this is actually like a planner or something of that nature would refer us to and then of course we would have to perform to the highest extent to get more uh clients from that planner 
But back to your original question, yeah, uh, some people they say were they don't use the word free quote they charge for quotes or ideas which i don't know if it's any dallas folk work djs but this is just when we were in at the um networking event in vegas that was some people were saying that and i was like wow <laughs> yeah and i just had never heard that and i'm not i'm not frowning on it or right. and i'm for or against right i understand you know, uh, I just didn't know that that existed within our industry. Oh, yeah. I, told, you know, I understand because I've been in a situation when, you know, with my online business where uh, we gave a, well, it wasn't necessarily a quote. It was more than a quote. Okay. Uh, it was almost like a business summary. Uh, it had, you know, it was more to it. And in that meeting, you know, it cost the client that that potential client, they had to pay us $3,000. Oh, wow. And, and the reason why, because we were providing them with some information that right. go with our service, they could have did it themselves. Okay. I, they had yeah. an idea of what to do. So when you said that, it made me think about that. I said, okay, well if you're talking about certain or discussing certain inner workings of your business and what you will and won't do uh, and how that applies to the industry as a whole then you know i can understand right right it's uh if you have this uh, process or set of processes that are different than anybody else you know but for the most part you know, in our business, we pretty much all do almost the same things. We just go about it in a different way. That's it. So, you know, again, I'm not for or against. It was just interesting to me because I had never heard that before. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. So uh, what is what is your go-to music? What type of music do you like to listen to yourself? If you had to DJ for Smooth B, what would it be? Oh man, uh, we're talking about Confunction, Maze, you know, Lakeside, you know, that's my two, um, uh, you know, early, early um, 90s and mid 80s. I like that, you know, the old school. Uh, I'm more of Confunction, Lakeside, you know, Maze, yeah. that nature. Yeah, yeah, you're a funketeer, so to speak. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Good music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, that was some good music. You man. Know, I Hey, I can get in on some of that too, and and that was that was some of the stuff that I listened to as a kid. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, I I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite songs. I don't think it's uh, can function. Uh, it may be, but it was. It's called Your Attitude. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know, listen to the song. Listen to the lyrics of what they say. Because it is your attitude which describes you. Is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So what is one of your biggest dues in the business? My biggest dues is to be right. Um, and also to make sure that uh we're doing everything in regards to contract wise. Um that's my biggest dues. 
when you say to do right, what do you mean? Define doing right. Yeah. So just doing right by people, you know, um, you know, I've been in business for a while and we did a lot of do wrongs, but I, I had to grow and learn from that to know we have to stay in business. You have to do right. <laughs> okay. Okay. And could you give me an example of one of those do wrongs? Uh, yeah, just not being, um, uh, well, um, doing wrong is, uh, to me, you know, uh, not falling through on agreements that we've had with different people. Okay. That, that was, that was a, to me, that's a doing wrong. Okay. Okay. And I can totally understand that. Mm. You know, I had a, uh, I had a friend, another DJ friend of mine. We had this conversation uh, and he was, we were talking about uh, if someone hires you as a DJ mm -hmm. and you send somebody else instead of sending yourself when you knew all along that you wasn't going to do it no way. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, and we were talking about that, you know, and how that happens with some people. And, and and he was just saying like, man, I can't do that. You know, that just makes me feel bad being in that type of situation. And he right. he was talking about how he's done that before and like, nah, I, I can't do that. And I said, you know, I totally agree because, you know, it's one of the things in life that we have to get to a point to where we can be is transparent, you know? And and if you if your business is set up in a way to where you are the only DJ, then then that puts you in a bad situation. Now, if you set your business up where it's you on a network of DJs, and when clients talk to you, they know that uh, it's not necessarily it's not it's not. Uh, it's not uh, how it's not I, as bad as it looks. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, it's by booking, yeah. and by booking, it doesn't mean that they're going to get you. Correct. Get someone within the company. Correct. <laughs> Man, I can touch on that. So, so we can talk another hour on that. Um, but yes, I definitely understand that because that can get you in a world of trouble. And again, back to when we, when we begun this podcast, um, I mentioned that you know, um, clients, it's all going to fall back on the person they originally hired. So yeah. you send someone else out and the, you, the client don't even know that person is coming out. They're not going to, they, of course, they're going to frown on the person that's there, but they're going to call the person they hired and they're going to review that person that they hired. And you got to deal with the, the, the person that they hired, not the person that actually came out if they didn't have a clue that that person was coming out. And I've ran into that a lot with the other companies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Unfortunately, it happens. It happens, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, what is one of your biggest don'ts? Well, my biggest don'ts is double booking. Um, and if we are double booking, make sure that that client, don't let the client go without knowing, hey, DJ Mike, DJ Jeff, DJ whoever is going to be there. This is who you're going to deal with. Don't leave the client hanging because again, it all falls back on the original person they call. That's my biggest do not do. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. So when you, uh, uh, with your business, 
or you market it as the sole DJ or do you market the company itself? I market the company itself. So with that being said, when I when when I market the company, they just they're not just looking for DJ Smooth B. When we go out to meet and I'm booked for like let's just say for instance, um October the first or whatever the date is, um, then I'm gonna let them know that hey, you know, you're gonna get DJ Mike, this is his contact information, and this is who's gonna be your DJ for that event. Uh, because you know, again, I don't want to be that person uh, that this person thinking that DJ Smooth B is coming out and DJ B Smooth B is going to be in Dallas somewhere in your event is in Carrollton. And that's just not how we operate. Gotcha. 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 So, so let me ask you this, and this is a kind of different question, but I think it's important. Okay. How do, how does you, how does who you are as a person affect who you are as a DJ? <laughs> well, it to me it doesn't. Uh, it's almost like saying Stefan and uh, Urkel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, it it depends on how you represent yourself is how you represent your company. And that's where I came back to say, you just have to do right by personal and business. So if you're doing wrong on one end, you can't do right on the other end because it don't match. So with that being said, you know, I had to learn from a lot of mistakes from past to be right on the Broderick side, to be right also on the DJ well to any of them production side as DJs will be so follow up to that so do you feel like who you are as a, as a person and who you are as a DJ are two totally different people uh well so in a way I would say yes because me as a person I'm more laid back and more you know uh um uh, just family oriented, but when I become, when I put the suit on and the shoes on to become DJ Smooth B, and pe like say for instance, my team is working for me, I really don't play games when it come down to working for the client. It's like I'm a whole different person. Uh, just because my I'm not here to represent Roderick, I'm not here to represent, you know, uh, uh, my personal life. I'm here to, on a business aspect, uh, to represent who I say I am. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's that's a good take. I I like that, and and I and I agree with that because, you know, and for me, I kind of look at it. I'm an extension of who I am. <laughs> you know, you know, I might tune some things out and tune some things in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but but I but I totally get where you're coming from, and I and I understand that. Mm -hmm. And. And sometimes, depending on how you are as a person, uh, you have to be something different as a DJ. Right, exactly. Now, some people are the same. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, and some people are not. Um, and some people learn to be the same. Right. And some people don't. So, yeah, I, yeah. I like that. That's that's actually a good question. And, and Right great answer uh 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so what is it about the business that you don't like or approve of? Um, if I would say the business, we, you know, some of the stuff I don't like uh, is dealing with, um, of course, taxes and stuff like that. Uh, uh, but just some of the silliness that goes on uh, that we have to go through with different clients. Um, and I have to train, especially my secretary, I have to train them how to react to different situations because all clients are different. No matter if it's an old client, new client, young client, or old client, it doesn't matter. You have to treat them all with respect. We had a lady uh, that was just upset with the world. Uh, and she kind of went off from calling and we didn't have anything to do with it, you know, but she wanted us to somewhat give our take of the event in order for her to sue the caterer for something that happened. And we were like, my ladies were like, hey, man, we don't have anything to do with that. We was just there to the DJ and provide lighting and move forward. But she I mean, you know, we just I, I don't I don't like dealing with different situations when it comes to unnecessary stuff. Mm. Okay. Okay, and I and I totally get that. You know, we do get put in some awkward situations, right? You know, and <laughs> and it's it's crazy. I remember, man. It's been some years ago. I did a wedding uh, for this couple. Mm -hmm. Room was from Nigeria, and the the lady was from here. Okay. And she, I think she was uh, studying to be a doctor. Uh, so she had, you know, they had the whole, they had everything. They had, you know, DJ, band, lighting, uh, right. videographer, uh, and, you know, just a slew of other things. Right. At the end of the night, uh, uh, I got a $200 tip. Yeah, you know, talking about how good you know everything was and everybody party. You know, I had pictures and everything. You know, the photographer shared pictures with me, video, so everybody had a great time. Two months later, <clears throat> email saying that we did a horrible job and and they would like to be refund all monies. <laughs> now reach out to the wedding planner because at this time this was the wedding planner that I worked with you know hand in hand right she received the same email the band received the same email the the photographer and videographer all received the same email so in other words they just wanted their money back well they you know they spent too much money right so I guess they had this elaborate plan. We're going to pay for all this stuff and then talk about how bad the service was. Or maybe they came up with that afterwards. I don't know. Yeah. But but it was just crazy. But the good thing was we had all of this footage and with we picture, had all videos. Mm -hmm. And we all came together. Right. You know, needless to say, the situation went away quickly. Correct. Yeah. But it's just, you know, you just never know and you don't know what people's motives oh, yeah. or 
or what, but like you said, we have to have excellent customer service and know that these type of things exist and how to deal with them accordingly. Correct. Yeah, and I encourage everyone, all DJs, bands, whoever, I encourage everyone to to take pictures, even if it's with your cell phone, you know, try to get a review from a client at the end of the event. Sometimes that's tough to do because they're, you know, like trying to get up out of there or they got to leave on the limo or whatever they got to do. But try to get at least some pictures of everybody dancing just for your own record. Not so much for face, not so much for social media, but for your own record, just in case you run into one of these situations. Because just like Mike, I've been in the same situation where people was trying to get a refund and they basically wanted everybody to re just give them a refund because they spent too much money and they just want the money back but it didn't happen because we had pictures and videos and things of that nature and you know you left a review a positive review <laughs> oh yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, you know so i'm like wait how do we do a horrible job and we didn't ask you to leave the video you came up to us and and got my camera guy to do a video from you so yeah that's i highly suggest all people to do that no matter how big the event is just because you never know where people's mindset are in this day and time yeah you're right you're you're definitely right i like that that's that's for those djs out there or other vendors that's listening take heed to that because that's you need that information time people ain't right mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't right so well let me ask you this what do you consider yourself to be what type of dj do you consider yourself to be DJ that plays to the crowd or DJ that plays what he likes? Well, so no, I don't play what I like because if I play what I like, it'd be funk and too short all night long. Um, <laughs> so I always read the crowd. Um, we do provide the crowd, uh, we do provide the guests with an automatic uh, app that they can put the music that they want to hear. Uh, but we honestly, uh, <clears throat> um, I may play one or two of those songs out of 85 because you know some of the songs they want to hear is automatically going to get played or no one wants to hear that at the event so i touch base and you know maybe play a minute or so of the song and then i'm going to go to some kind of party song to get the crowd dancing so I'm more of a, a crowd reader okay okay and how do you read the crowd well uh you know in the beginning of the event of course i'm looking to see you know do we have some young folks mid-age older folks what 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 who do we have out here are they you know dressed up in cap and gown or then uh, you know tennis shoes and t-shirt you know okay so that list just lets me know okay this is where i'm going with that if I'm, I'm going back to the client's list to say hey we need to play all clean music or they just got explicit music i know you know i know where to go with that um then if i know <clears throat> in the beginning if i'm playing some let's just say hip-hop and people are dancing to hip-hop and i'm playing some upbeat hip-hop i'm not going to throw al green in to try to kill the mood you know versus if i've got to have an older crowd and they're dancing to um al green i'm not going to throw in blow the whistle by too short you know just not at this moment <laughs> so yeah. i kind of and see where they stand at and to go along with that i'm not a heavy fan and i'm not dissing any djs that do but i'm not a heavy fan on playing all of the line dances you know all 65 of the line dances i barely play any why uh, uh, did you say why mm -hmm. why well i i just believe that it's a overkill and it's and it's, it's it, to me it's a cheat mode uh, and and not to say not to say 
uh, that this is the only uh, well reason why I say it's a cheat mode is to you know because basically everybody's going to dance to that song. It's it's a follow song, so everybody's going to dance to Cupid Shuffle. And then you know if we do play it, do you know where to go to keep those people out there? Because if you if you don't know where to go to keep those people out there, you're going to lose that crowd, and then it's going to be hard to get that crowd back out there until you play the wobble. And so, with that being said, I rarely do play that. I'm, not, I'm talking about close to the end of the event uh, because there's billions of other songs that keep people on the dance floor. And I, and, and I just think, unless someone comes up to me and you know you're going to get this, do you have? I, literally, for the last several events I've done, I've had people come up to me and say, hey, do you have the wobble? Can you play the wobble? Can you play Cupid Shovel? Because I just, it just, <laughs> I have other songs to play that keeps people dancing and you know i i personally don't encourage if you're going to play it i just don't encourage to start your event off playing it because it's going to be hard to to keep that crowd going if you play it that early in the event that's just my opinion yeah and i totally understand that and i and i i get where you're going with it and i would say this as well you know like you alluded to the biggest question is when you do play where do you go after that that's it if you don't know where to go you're gonna lose that crowd because i guarantee yep. you the dance floor and it's hard like you said it's just so hard to get a crowd back to the dance floor you lose them <laughs> and if you're training them that the only thing that we're going to do is line dances right they're going to have extended breaks correct and you know, so no, I, I get you and I I I am one that I totally agree with when we get to an event, you have to discover where you need to go and how you're gonna get there. That's it. And and I'm not one that I'm against going to events with plans. My right. Plan is the list of music that the people that hired me want to hear. That's it. Other than that, it's all organic. I got to discover what you are, who you are, and who you want to be at that moment when I get yes. there. Yes. And I always tell people, hey, you know, we're not only the DJs, we're actually the, the DJ, we're the event planner. We might not be the event coordinator. You know, we're actually the event planner because if you think about it, during that time of the event, you know, you know, you have this this timeline that the event coordinator put together. Honestly, um, I, I'm not going to say it not all the time, but I would say about 85 to 90 percent. I never stay on that timeline. Never. Uh, it's just because it just don't happen. Uh, I mean, we might be a minute or two off or so, but it really doesn't happen. And then you get these planners, and I'm not talking about planners. You get some planners that, hey, we're going to move the cake to 1030 instead of 730. You know, this kind of stuff. But we're the MC. We're, we're, we're the one that have to keep the crowd engaged. Uh, we have to keep, we, you know, you have to keep these people motivated to do the next thing. And so we, you know, we as DJs, I just think we're way more than DJs. For um, my case, I know that I'm always the first one there and always the last one that leaves. And I'm pretty sure other DJs can say the same thing. Uh, so with that being said, with all that time being said, um, we have to make sure that in those, let's just say, for instance, six, seven, eight hours, uh, we have to make sure everyone is happy along with ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, and I totally agree. Because 
I have been in situations to where things have went array with the coordinator and the bride and groom. Right. As a DJ, we have to patch things up and make things better with what we do. That's it. So we end up being mothers, fathers, doctors, everything. So, you know, planners. We end up being everything. Sometimes the past. That's it. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I told Welcome, you. I've done welcomes. I've done blessing of the food. I've done, just because you just do a lot. And yeah. That, and that's just to say that I'm hoping, and this, this is way off topic, but I'm hoping that us as DJs can agree one day that we should never undercharge these clients. Uh, you know, and, and that's a whole different topic, but I'm just saying we do so much. We should all be at least charging somewhat of the same. You know, we, there's no way that we should be doing things to cutthroat other DJs just to get a job because we do a lot. If you are, that, we're going back to a professional DJ. <laughs> you know, you know, DJ, then you can charge whatever you want to charge. But I just think me knowing what I do is when we go in there, we go, we have plans to do more than just play music. Yeah, and, 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 and you're right, Smooth, and it's just, it is such a slippery slope because there are so many other elements that are added to that statement. And, and, and when you look at it, you don't know where people are at on their journey. Now, some people have been on their journey a long time, but everybody has these different agendas. Correct. And because we all have the freedom of choice to choose, that's right. We choose to be where we want to be in life. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause I mean, just the follow up on that. I, I, I remember it one time, of course, uh, before I decided to go full time with this, uh, DJ and the, uh, uh, job. Yeah. I was one of the ones that say, yeah, I do, you know, your whole event for two fifty or, or, or whatever, 200. I would, cause I needed the money, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a scripture. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything in line to, 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 to do anything. So I was accepting all these jobs for nothing, basically. Uh, now that I look at it, you know, I was looking I was like, whoa, I'm doing all this work and I'm, I'm only getting, I'm only charging people $200, but that's just, I didn't know any better. So, but I had to sit down and I had to learn over the years. I've been there and I was telling, <laughs> speaking with me and Jeff was talking one day and I was telling him, I said, man, when I got back into this, I, I had no idea. And when I did it, you know, as a youth, I, it was a hobby. So I had no idea. I can tell you that, you know, years ago, you know, I did an event for $150. Didn't oh. I, you know, I'm working on a job, full-time job. I'm like, well, shoot, I felt like I was doing something. Exactly. <laughs> so, so with that being said, in order for us to get to where you want, where you think we should be, or where you and so many of us feel we should be, the only way we're going to get there is with education. With education. With, and with with educating, with conversing, with building relationships with each other so we can find out what our worth is. That's through, it. Through a collective experience. 
Correct. Correct. And what I'm wishing for one day, and like I said, if I need to get up there and talk or someone has more experience than me or we have to bring in someone, maybe we can get together as DJs, um, you know, and talk about pricing and charging and what we think all should be agreed on um, because it's opened up so much. I mean, even though people, like you said, people are still out there going to shop and you're always going to have, you know, you're going to have Walmart, you're going to have Target, you're going to have codes. So, people, you know, it's always going to be different pricing. But I, I think and many others think that it should be a standard overall start point. And then if you have uh, uh Ascendatives, or if you have add-ons, uh, then you can add on from there. But you know, like I said, when I first started, yes, I was one of the ones that was just doing everything, like you said, and many others said that we were we were without education or being educated. We were just taking anything that people would say. But now in 2022, I'm so far beyond that because you know that was 20 some odd years ago, or whatever, um, and. I've been to a lot of education class. Now, around here in Dallas for work, I haven't been to any classes that's training on that. But, you know, when uh, uh, Washington and Vegas, of course, they train on uh, have a platform for many DJs to follow. But, of course, it's getting those people to follow. Uh, but to say all that, I mean, you know, we do need the education in regards to learning where we need to be. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. So when you started, what type of equipment did you learn how to DJ? <laughs> so when I started, my man, uh, it was cassettes, cassettes and CDs. They just converted over to uh, uh, or actually CD uh, cassettes was leaving and we were going over to uh, CDs. So I started out with a, a regular um, CD uh, CD player um, where I was just, you know, playing from CDs. Um, before the actual digital consoles or anything like that. So I started out uh, geez, uh, on iTunes and just playing different types of music from there. So I had some big old giant RCA. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, RCA and I had, I had applied P-Y-L-E or something like that. Uh, yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had one of those too. Bro. Oh my God. So I just hit these big old giant unnecessary speakers and all this equipment that I was taking, had cables running everywhere um, <laughs> and had two computers going back and forth um, from music to music. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah. yep. It's been a ride. <laughs> oh, I, believe me, I understand. Mm-hmm. When I started doing this, uh, we couldn't afford a mixer, so we oh. we rigged two turntables up. That's it. So to get them to play at the same time or have the volume coming out of both of them. So right. I understand. Totally understand. Yeah. So do so. What do you think about mixing? Do you think that's important, and do you think that it's a lost art? No, no, no. I believe it's very important because again you have to know how to mix in order to keep the, the crowd dancing. So, you know, if you don't know how to mix what songs go with what, you know, I truly believe that, that you will lose that crowd. Now, when I say that, and I'm pretty sure you know about this now with the digital controls, they have it, they made it so easy for a five-year-old can really mix because they have what you call a sync button. I don't believe in the sync button. 
Uh, I started out using the sync when Pioneer first came out with one of their controllers that I was using. Um, can't remember the name of it, DDJ something. Um, but then I got, I was like, wait a minute, you know, every song doesn't mix when you use that sync button. It may sound right or make it sound, you know, it just don't. So I think I can do this by myself. So I just believe that it's very important that you know how to mix uh, songs. So let me ask you this. You, you said you started using it and then you went to, you said, you know, let me learn to do this myself. So did by you starting to use it and going away from it, was that transition easier for you learning how to mix the song for yourself? It wasn't so much as easier. It was just challenging myself to learn how to mix without using that uh, that easy push button uh, because I wanted to challenge myself just to see if I knew how to mix. And so, you know, learning the music and, and automatically knowing what song goes with what or what BPMs go with what BPMs, even if it doesn't match like a 95 and a 98, you have to learn how to use your tools in order to mix those two songs without using that sync button. Uh, when when I first started on those consoles, um, if I had a song that was 95 and I had a song that was 100, like, uh, you know, like just, you know, whatever, I would easily hit that sync button because it's not that big of a difference in transition for, you know, slowing down that song. Uh, you know, uh, but then I was like, wait a minute, hold up. You know, let me learn how to do this you know, and that's why, you know, I start practicing more on my console and reading the levels of the music and understanding that you can do this without this button. So I really hate that button that they put on there. <laughs> now, in this, in this day and time. Okay, let me ask you this. It, uh, was it something that happened that made you say that? That, man, let me do this this way. Let me learn. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's yeah. the aha moment. Yes, it was. It was something that I learned. It was uh, uh, something that happened, actually. Um, it was, um, I can't remember. I want to say, and I don't know if you guys know this line dance, but it's the Mississippi slide. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, some people know it, some people don't. Uh, you know, and so I brought in another song that almost uh, had, uh, I think it was same old two-step. Um, and I think that's a 90, I'm not looking at it, but I think it's a 97, somewhere along in that neighborhood. So, when I hit that button, I hit it at the wrong time, I hit the sync button at the wrong time. So when he says, you know, on one song, he says, now hold it, you know, and he's patting his foot or whatever he's doing. And I hit that button. And even though it synced up, it didn't sound right. It came out way off. And people were looking at me in the crowd like, whoa, you know, I could just tell. And it took me a while to I had to stop that song and it just wasn't a smooth transition. And that made me go from, OK, I'm not hitting the sync button anymore. Let me put my headphones on. Let me tune up these songs. Let me get it right. And, I, and it took me about, I would say, two or three months to learn, OK, this is how you use these tools without using the sync. Hmm. I so had to go through something. <laughs> yeah, I applaud you for that. <laughs> so if you had to do it again, would you do it the same way or would you learn how to mix with the pitch? No, I would learn how to mix with the pitch versus if I was just starting, I wouldn't, you know, uh, I wouldn't use that button. Man, if I'm training, you know, maybe, you know, uh, at home, I would see what the difference is. But for as at an event, I wouldn't do it. I would just, I would learn how to use that pitch. Until I learn how to use the pitch, then I would just go off of the flow 
of using that. So if you, if again, DJs, if you're a new DJ or you're just starting out or you don't understand, you know, practice that at home. Uh, never practice on the you know on the fly, but always practice at home. Um, if you learn the difference between using the sync button and using the pitch, and again, something had to happen to me at an event in order to tell you that it's easier to use the pitch now because I learned it, <laughs> learned how to mix versus just using the sync button. I got you, and I totally agree. Mm -hmm. But I got one last question for you. Yeah. What would be the best advice that you would give to other DJs? The best, the best advice from me to you is never worry about what the other DJ or the other person is doing. You know, work on yourself, work on your techniques, work on your, you know, make sure you have the, uh, the right equipment and work on your clientele or work on your business for people can find you and don't worry about, you know, hey this dj is getting 40 events i'm only getting two you know don't worry about all that don't don't spend too much time don't spend no time at all worrying about the next man versus you know just worry about getting yourself together and making yourself right and being ready for your next event i like that i like that and again guys uh today we was honored to have dj smooth b to to bless us with his his experience, his knowledge, and his hard work. Uh, so last but least, how can people find DJ Smoothie? Yeah, you, of course you can find us on Instagram uh, at uh, DJ Smoothie underscore DFW. Um, then you can also find us on um, Twitter if you use Twitter, Mr. DJ Smooth B, and on Facebook, DJ Smooth B. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can find us. And also, your company. What's your company? That's yeah, and my company is Any Event Productions. Um, you can also find us on Instagram up under Any Event Productions, and the website is www.anyevent.productions. All right, people, <laughs> there you have it. You know, this was a great, uh, a great show. I really appreciate the information. I appreciate the dialogue. Uh, I learned a whole lot about you as a person and as a DJ that I didn't know. For, so uh, again, this has been uh, from a DJ's perspective. We'll see you guys next time. Enjoy your day and peace. <laughs>